the college football experience, conference championship, and FCS playoffs preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Championships and FCS playoffs preview and picks episode. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I can't talk to this son of a bitch. I can't talk to that son of a bitch. I really can't. can't. (laughs) Sometimes you hit the wrong button. (laughs) Gotta live with it. Gotta live with it. That's how we feel. We can't talk to this son of a bitch at the time, but here we are. Yes, (laughs) yes. Happy college football week. It's a loaded, loaded slate all across the board. I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oiling dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, he's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. There we go. Third where are those man. pesos at, Pat? Yeah, where are those pesos? You'll be okay. winning pesos. Quiet before I piss in your campfire with my <laughs> gasoline piss. <laughs> uh, third man in the booth. Give it up for he's back. Last uh, last time you saw him on the show. He was up in the, he was in your splanty or somewhere around your splanty. <laughs> Give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DFS with us this weekend. We tweet out the, the invite at TCE on SGPN on Twitter. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, farmer. Farmer Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, guys? Here, I'll give you. I'll give you some. I'll, uh, let, let's go. Let, let's let's boom, boom. Football yeah. season doesn't just end here just because there's a smaller amount of games. We talk you college. Turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> we talk college football. Nothing was over. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, there you go. Hey, where's where's my sound drop on that? I don't know where the hell I'm at. All right, but here I'll do this. It's easy to see a tide turn because the tide is turning. Tide is turning. Uh, People are getting fired left and right, left and right. People are getting hired left and right. We got a lot to talk about, fellas. As uh, it's been a weird day, also for college football. I feel like uh, interesting news. Yeah, some news that unsettling. We'll get there. I don't want to lead in with that. Everybody's Let's- got sources, just like the expansion talk. I mean, I've heard so many rumors about so many jobs, and and so many coaches are this close to signing, and then that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. How, how does this stuff happen these days? Like, I don't know. Everybody I mean, wants to be first. They don't care about the accuracy of their reporting. They don't have any integrity. Right. right. What's Five going feet. on with this country? Five feet, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
a hundred, a hundred fucking tweets. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and you're hanging out with the, the shittiest college football news there is on Twitter. All right. Uh, I mean, me and Patty C already reacted to some of this news, but I want to, I want to, you know, poke the stick here at NC Nick, see what he thinks of old. Uh, well, first off, let's start with Matt rule is the number. Well, Oh, actually, I guess I should open up with the fact Mickey Joseph, former Nebraska player under Tom Osborne and uh, interim head coach just got arrested hmm. third degree domestic assault and for strangulation. Mm. When did this happen? Uh, it is early until proven guilty guys. <laughs> earlier this morning. Wow. So he beat his wife after uh, I don't know not getting the wife. job. We don't know. Could have been a long a, season. Could have <laughs> been a hobo. Could have been a hobo out front. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's good. It's good. They hired Matt rule a couple days ago. <laughs> not that they were going to a bowl game, but that's uh, right. Cause, cause now, now they can say former interim head yeah, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and he was in, in the running for the job apparently. Um, well, uh, Matt rule is the head coach in Nebraska. Nick, you are in the great state of North Carolina where he turned those Panthers into a dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like guys, we've seen this before. I mean, just because a, a college coach doesn't have success at the NFL level doesn't mean he can't come back and have success at the college level. It's it's like it's entirely different, uh, a different game, basically. So I think it was a good hire. I think you've been a little critical, Colby. Probably really? unfairly. I mean, I, what if what if you take away his years at Carolina? What if Nebraska hired him right after his eleven and three season at Baylor? I think we'd all be saying good hire. I wasn't critical. I actually thought it was a better hire than than the other Big Ten hire. Really? Yes. Yes. I think Luke Fickle's a great hire. I don't understand why Fickle passed on Notre Dame and Michigan State. I think with the addition of UCLA and USC, I think Wisconsin's days of going to the Big Ten championship uh, are going to last for next year, and then after that, I don't think they're going to be there. And I, so I, it sounds to me like you don't think Fickle should have taken the job, but that if, if anything, that means it's a really good hire by Wisconsin. No, I think both. I think both. I think fickle was in the, you know, Cincinnati. He walked in, I get it. Tuberville had a bad year or two before him, but uh, uh, they are like arguably the second or third most talented team in the AAC without him being there with or without him being there. Right. Uh, UCF and maybe Houston would be the ones you could argue as more talented, right? So to me, like, yeah, he came in, he did great things. Like, there's no, there's no way anyone can say he did a bad job. But I do believe uh, it's it's a different animal when you go up to the to the Big Ten now. I I was gonna have my doubts in the Big Twelve next year when they joined. I thought, you know what, they're probably gonna struggle. So. Them- I still think both hires are good. I think both hires are are B to B plus. Range. I think Luke Fickle will not be at Wisconsin in five years. Hmm. Do you think that'll be due to him being let go or him taking the Ohio State job? No, I think I think let go because I I think I I just think there's too many good coaches and and to me I think they okay so if you you're adding UCLA and USC, um, where would you put if they're not happy if they're firing Paul Christ? For going nine and three or ten and two every year. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think their uh, the fan base's expectations will change with the addition of USC and UCLA? They can't possibly. No, but I think that their reality will change. Sure, but I think their expectations of Fickle will adjust accordingly to having a new blue blood. Where, where would you put him in the ranks of coaches in the big in the Big Ten? Adding Lincoln Riley and Chip Kelly. That's really hard. We tried to do this a little bit on. I know, but, episode, but 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 there's no way he's on the upper half of that. I mean, what, who, I think he's better. He's yeah. I think he's in the upper half. Really? Who's he proven more than at this point? Harbaugh? No. Uh, Franklin. Well, D- Ohio state could have hired fickle. They went with day. I know that he's like 45 and five and they want him fired, but I mean, what has Franklin done? Fickle's done more than Franklin. No, no. Franklin at Vanderbilt that they've only been bowling like seven years and they're all under Franklin. <laughs> I think Franklin's resume is a little better just because he's done it at the big 10 level. For as long as he has, not that he's like won championships, but he's got he's won the Big Ten championship, right? One one yeah, time, yeah. yeah. That's I don't know. That's about he went as much ten and as, two this year. 
That's as about as I don't expect Wisconsin to go ten and two any of these years. Maybe next year. There's a one year window on Fickle. If he wins the Big Ten next year, which he can, I mean, they, like win the win the Big Ten West, then he's going to last longer than five years. But I mean, I think Brom, I, I think Brom and Fleck. You could argue. I mean, Fleck went undefeated at Western Michigan. You could argue that Fleck is just as good as Fickle, if not better. Cause we've seen them at least doing make it one Minnesota time, a winner doing it one time versus winning 10 games, like five straight years. How about years the from? last five years for Cincinnati, 11 and two, 11 and three, nine and one, 13 and one, nine and three. After they pumped out all that NFL talent, they had what the second most players drafted yeah. and yeah, he, he that, follows that, up with a nine and three season this year. True. And true. close losses in all of those. Granted he had some close, but wins. I mean, Brian Kelly did have them undefeated 10 years ago. It's a good job. He took over yeah. a pretty good job and he returned it back to being a really good job. Um, he's I think a he's a good guy though. I mean, that's, that's he's coming back home to his conference. I just think with Nebraska. So the reason why I like the rule thing better is Nebraska is going to spend NIL wise. I think they, they're going to be, they're going to have much better uh, resources than, than Wisconsin. Do we know so, that for a fact? I mean, I think that's, that's been, I mean, I guess I'm not over there in Lincoln County, but from what I've, what I've heard from others is that Nebraska wants to step up and be in like, as far as the tops in the country with NIL. Right. And another thing is, is Michigan state is huge in the NIL thing. I know Mel Tucker is unproven as a coach, but I just think if you, if NIL is playing out, like I think it will play out. Wisconsin is pretty far down the total pole for me in the big 10, because you would think USC USC, uh, Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state, uh, then Nebraska and, and, uh, and Michigan state would all be ahead of them from a financial standpoint. Well, I mean, look at Wisconsin, their whole history. They haven't gotten the top talent. They've, they've always done, done more with a little bit less talent. So right no now, any that right now, Nebraska is 24th in the country in talent composite Wisconsin 28th pretty marginal difference in terms of the, the talent. Yeah. That's but current. NIL has been a, been a, what a, a thing for a year. Like well, Colby, you're the one that always says like bringing in talent recruiting only matters so much. I agree. So, I agree. But I still think if you can, I mean, look at it right now, NIL, I mean, look at the transfer portal. I mean, we're going to, I was going to get to this later, but the, the top three, I, I would argue the transfer portal recruiting classes are better than actual recruiting classes yeah. because you look yeah. at the top three USC playing for the PAC 12 championship, LSU playing for the, uh, the SEC championship, Ole Miss who went nine and nine and three. So according to those rankings, which I actually take a lot more merit in than, than the high school rankings. And this is why I think you see Clemson falling off. I even think you see Alabama falling off to a certain extent because the transfer portal, we saw a bunch of players from Bama hit the portal today, including I think their second leading receiver from a touchdown point of view. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that is a big deal, but I think Nebraska is going to be able to entice with money, just like we saw. Like Caleb Williams didn't just come to USC because the weather, and Lincoln Riley, he got fucking paid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if that's true, I don't know a lot about the finances. Quinn Ewers got paid at Texas. Yes, of course. But is Nebraska in the same financial stratosphere? As either of those programs, from what I understand, and then once again, this is only from me listening to other people in college football. Nebraska is light years ahead of Wisconsin, money-wise. Yeah, okay, that does make a difference. That said, I think uh, Nebraska or Wisconsin rather is probably aware of who they are. I think Luke Fickle has done more with less, or less, yeah, more with less. But I'm just saying, if you just fired Paul Chris for for, I mean, Paul Chris had an unbelievable record. <laughs> no, I mean he wasn't that good at uh, Pitt. That's no. all trajectory too. We saw the program starting to slip some. True, but I, a lot of that is because the the floor has risen. You know, for when Barry Alvarez was there, Minnesota was dog shit. All right, when Barry Alvarez was there, Northwestern was dog shit. Purdue was dog shit. Well, if you don't like the hire, then who should have Wisconsin got? That's no, no, thing. no, no. I I think they did. A, I think they they went out. I mean, I personally, Jim Leonard, I think you know, is I I I think. They could have retained Jim Leonard, but I, I'm not saying Jim Leonard's a better coach than Luke Fickle. I think they got. I, I hope not, because he's, he's extremely unproven. Yeah, but at the same time, like, uh, like I'm just saying, I don't know that that will work. You know, and I had my concerns with Cincinnati joining the Big Twelve. I thought, you know what, man, they might be, they might be one of the worst teams in the Big Twelve next year. I thought. 
So it's got nothing to do really with. It's not like I think Fickle's a bad coach. Yeah, it's a right. situation. Okay, yeah. well that's a diff- yeah. that's a different argument. That's a different discussion. Well, it, it's definitely not a straight home run hire, you know. And if that's what we expect Wisconsin to be capable of doing, then yeah, that's kind of like a B. I think that's where we all came came down with it. B B plus range, but more. And Paul Chris was sixty seven and twenty six at Wisconsin. That's good, but so is everyone. Talk about home run hires. I don't see Wisconsin. They're not going to make a big splash hire. When have they ever made a big splash hire? Yeah, but I think that's they've created unrealistic unrealistic expectations. Uh, Barry Alvarez has done that, and when the Big Ten West goes bye bye, in my opinion, so does your chances of of winning the Big Ten. Same with Iowa. I'll say the same thing. And I look, I I I think Kirk Ferentz a great coach. If the if the uh, Big Ten continue continue to exist in, in the divisional format. And USC was part of the Big Ten West. Wisconsin's chances of winning would probably be done too. So, just hey, it's a much more talented conference with USC in there. So, yeah, yeah much, well, and just the fact that you know getting rid of divisions is I don't hate the hire. I think he'll 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 do what no, Wisconsin I, I, wants, I, which is develop talent. Not, I don't hate the hire. I just don't yeah. think it's going to work based on their expectations. Eight and four, nine and three most years. I think for Wisconsin. I don't even think that. No, the, the, they're too. Everyone else is the same. That's the problem. Minnesota is bringing in just as much talent now as Wisconsin. Let me tell you what PJ Fleck doesn't have, right? PJ Fleck wasn't a wrestler in college, right? He's not gonna. He was a coach. The he was a wide receiver in college. Yeah, he's gonna do his little rinky dink shit, right? And Luke Fickle's <laughs> gonna develop the trenches, and Wisconsin is gonna bully uh, you, for victories over uh, Minnesota for most years. Do you want to make a wager on this? Let's do it. Five years from now. Five years. Who wins more games head to head? Uh, no, Luke Fickle no, or I'm PJ Fleck. Five years from now, he won't be employed there. Well, that's like a light. Let's light years away for any uh, job. What do you In mean? Seventy-five years is uh, is Urban Meyer going to be at Ohio State? He's not there now. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. It's a long time away. Five years. I'm going to give both Big Ten West coaching hires a B plus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm giving them both a B. Uh, okay, so then let's hop over. Kenny Dillingham is the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. He's like 19 years old. Just got his driver's license. <laughs> he gets younger with every podcast. Probably got do. his first taste of ass. Uh, How does he look, Patty C? Is he a handsome man? <laughs> oh, he's got to be. He's taking over the Arizona State job. He's going to be partying with the co eds. Uh, lots of silicone bouncing around in his uh, office pretty soon. Uh, Dillingham, uh, you know, is from the area. He was very, uh, I don't know if you saw the press conference. He, he broke down in tears and saying, "Like you know, I'm so honored to be. This is I'll take this job over any other job." And he points to a guy in the crowd and he says, "These guys are at my wedding, man. They're at my wedding." And he goes, "For me to get this job, he goes, I, you know, we we got to take the state by storm." He did bring in Idaho State's head coach. Res- Idaho State's head coach was just in Pocatello for one year, resigned, and now is a part of the ASU staff. Uh, he was a high school coach in Arizona previously. Um, the gung ho regional hire, you know, that works out sometimes. It it doesn't other times. What do you give that one there, NC Nick? So hard to say, man. I I can't lie here and say I'm very familiar yeah. with this Dillingham fella. Uh, I like his energy, you know, and, and if he has that much love and and passion for the university, that can only be positive. So, I guess I'll give it a C plus. Yeah, I think this is the biggest mystery card. For sure. Uh, well, there might be one more that just got just added last night, but um, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah, well. yeah, we'll get to that one. Hang on, hang on. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, Hugh Freeze to Auburn. You gotta love this, and I, I I forgot about this angle here. So Hugh Freeze, or so Auburn last season, uh, their boosters, you know, were not happy with the Brian Harson hire from the start. Never gave him a fair chance, if you ask me. They created a lie that he cheated on his wife, which was not true. <laughs> and then hired a coach that has cheated on his wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta love Auburn. Yeah. They hire Hugh Freeze, who has cheated on his wife. Well, this a- whole situation too, like the sources thing, like we all thought it was Kiffin. You know, that was a done deal, right? Yeah. It, you know, it's ridiculous, but uh, but I think we all agree that's a it's a good hire, right? Yeah, it's a good hire. Yeah, I think it's gonna work. I think it's gonna work. I, I yeah. did see one hilarious tweet that said, "Yeah, 
they're going to give him over or they're going to entrust Hugh Freeze with the uh, Auburn football program, but they're not going to trust him with his own Twitter account. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> He's like, a f- how old is Hugh Freeze? Right give now? this guy $10 million a year, but no, he can't be on Twitter. That, right. that It's like, yeah, you're trusting him in front of uh, you know, the 90 man roster of uh, 18 to 22 year olds, <laughs> right? He's 53 years old. He's 53 years old. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You got every night, every day you come into the office. It's like going through airport security. They check yeah. if he has a Twitter account. They're like, you have the app, you have the fucking app, dude. You got to delete that. And was his Twitter? I mean, like what did he do previously on Twitter? Oh, uh, he was DMing. So uh, what, what a woman, oh. a woman at Liberty, I believe that uh, was uh, involved with a, a sex scandal there. Well, she, he, he DM'd he, her uh, is talking oh, shit. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. And he the lady could use was a gram to do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, there's workarounds, right? He, even there's more hilarious. Social media platforms. <laughs> even more hilarious. He's like, I've paid my dues on his press conference. From uh, he goes, I paid my dues. Look, I, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and it's like, well, which one are you talking about, though, dude? You talking about the old Miss one? You talking about what happened at Liberty? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Um, either way though, I think the guy can coach uh, X's and O's and uh, I know, you know, this is, I, you know, this, I think we could ask the same question though, from the fickle point of view here is the, the, the fact that, you know, Texas and Oklahoma are entering is Auburn going to get lost in that luster. Cause I think, you know, Bama, whether with Saban or without, you could make the case that you know, obviously back to the bear Bryant days, you know, their, their brand will be stronger than, than almost anyone's and LSU, you add a, you, you know, if a and M live ever lives up to the hype and the money that they can spend, uh, then as long as they t- keep divisions, which I don't no, know, they're, they, they're, getting, uh, they're getting rid of, of divisions. Yeah. I think, yeah. Next year, I think after Either next way, year, they'll yeah. be stuck in, if it's like one of those 14 pods, who's it going to be Alabama. My point G- though, Georgia? is that <laughs> your chances of winning the sec championship. Yeah, it, it gets like guys, extremely we have harder. A, we have an expanded playoff coming, so you don't necessarily have to win the SEC anymore to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, especially in the in the SEC, I feel like even even I love that they put LSU at number five last week, and then they lost to the worst team in the SEC, who has <laughs> the most talent in the SEC allegedly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. Um, What's what? up to the chat, Lane Elliott, three eight zero tour. Our guy, uh, Moneyline Mac. What's going on, guys? Yeah, we're firing away here. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Um, all right. Uh, now we get to, first off, Georgia Tech. The turnkey program, Patty C. You know that? So they, so they, no one says. Brent Key, their interim head Hello. coach, who's, who went four and four. I and see what you did there. When you consider Jeff Collins was there for what, four years and he won 10 games, Brent Key's looking like fucking Bobby Ross 2.0. Uh, <laughs> Brent Key, interim head coach, named the head coach after Willie Fritz and his uh and his and his and his family turned down Georgia <laughs> Tech. Family. That was an interesting uh, thing I thought. Did, did I saw. Jamie Chadwell turn him down too? Like once again, like so many, you know, sources, you know, they're getting close to inking this coach and then it it doesn't happen. Well, with Fritz, I thought it was interesting is Tulane actually issued a statement on that, like a a tweet when they're saying he's decided to stick with us. So I think that means it was real. Uh, but I, I think it was Pete Thamel tweeted out something that was interesting because he was saying that a lot of Group of Five coaches might stay at the Group of Five knowing they have a playoff berth. That's instead of going to Georgia Tech, where it will be harder to get there. That's what I'm saying. This this playoff uh, expansion, we've been saying this for a while, is the uh, the the countermeasure to uh, super conferences. You yeah, know? it's almost like Cincinnati and UCF and Houston probably should stay put. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I think that gauntlet's going to get so much harder yeah. now. If the, if uh. it's six automatic bids and you either have to go through the Big Twelve or realistically probably the American would have been the top conference. Then, yeah. All you'd have to do none is win the American most years and you're in. They might have fucked up. Well, look, I don't know though. I mean, like these coaches here, they're not scared of a challenge. Okay, these are very I mean, the, to be a top coach. First off, you're going to chase the money, and you would think that you know the the Power Five or the bigger conferences are going to be able to pay more. And these guys have massive egos. They're not afraid of a challenge. They're not like, well, maybe I'll stay here and be safe and have an easier route. No, they want the biggest, best job they can get and to skyrocket to the top as fast as possible. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's more dude, cache in those and, what, and money in those conferences. What do you, what yeah. do you, what do you make it? So Brent key played at Georgia tech under Georgia Leary back in the nineties. 
I kind of like the hire. I kind of like. I trust this one more than Dillingham, even though <laughs> even though Dillingham could work really work out. I mean, what's better here, continuity or starting from scratch with, I don't know, or like some fresh blood. I don't think continuity does much in well, Georgia Tech. If he Tech's just went favor. four and four, though, with with twelve games, he probably would have went six and six. They end up in the Chimichanga Bowl. He's coach of the year. <laughs> uh, they just won a bowl game. Probably sad state of affairs in Atlanta. I wonder if they rang Paul Johnson. Probably not. Probably not. I just feel like this. I mean, is this is just a, like yeah. an average high, or Georgia Tech is going to be stuck in mediocrity or worse for the time being. Well, I think that's another thing we got to factor in here. And we saw David Shaw step down at Stanford. Is in 2022, 23 college football. I know to me, I think it might be one of the things with Colorado hiring Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders, a wants to bring, I think a lot of his talent from Jackson state and Colorado's not, doesn't really accept many transfers because of their, their, their school. So like right now you look at Northwestern one and 11, didn't even win a game in America. Stanford has totally lost, uh, you know, their, their edge. Uh, you know, you look around at those. The nerds are becoming nerds again. Well, yeah, I don't think they're gonna. They, they, they have to. They have to change their ways. Like Stanford. How has much to, do you want to win? That's what it comes down to. Yeah. How much do you want to win? Stanford. Well, Stanford, though, like, they, they, like their players can't even get into grad school there. So even when they graduate, they go elsewhere because they're not allowed to go to the grad school. They, they like, they, they have to. They have to change a lot. Like Stanford Northwestern. Oh, yeah. Those, Those schools the really have to, to, to change a lot. But what about yeah. Duke? What yeah, about Duke made it work. Duke made it work. Mike Elka, a home run hire helps. Yeah. So, so Stanford, they said is, is inter- interviewing uh, the Ravens offensive coordinator who was with Harbaugh at, at Stanford, Greg Roman. That'd yeah. be an interesting get there. Uh, if they bring him to the farm, I take Roman and uh, it gets me uh, excited. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we got to talk. Uh, I want to talk about more of the, 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 the coaching rumors, but uh, UAB made a hire last night. Oh, <laughs> they said, you know what? Deion Sanders. I know you've, you know, these former players that are just getting jobs, Jeff Saturday. You know what? At least this guy was coaching high school though. They hired Trent Dilfer out of the fucking <laughs> blue, out of the blue. They were talking about Skip Holtz, Trent Dilfer. Maybe this works out. Maybe it doesn't. But man, I I I, I mean, I had a, like a list of ten possible candidates. Trent Dilfer was not hey, anywhere close to that. This is one where we will look at this athletic director in one of two ways, or whoever made the hire, the president, the athletic yeah. director. I mean, if he knows something that we don't know about Trent Dilfer, and this turns out to be a, a great selection, then fucking give the guy credit because it is not. And no one has confidence in this right now, you know. I'm intrigued. I just I I, I was a bit shocked. I was a bit Most shocked. Most of the time, this doesn't work out. Yeah. I I just thought maybe you start out for Dilfer with an FCS, maybe. Right. You go right <laughs> into like a a program that goes bowling every year. Yeah. Most of the time, this doesn't work out. You could argue Dion to. I mean, yeah, Jackson State is a big difference in UAB. Yeah, That's and working it, out pretty well. <laughs> well, and they but. were in desperate. Jackson State was in some desperate times. Right. You know what I, I mean? I feel like, like we see this more in college basketball, and it hardly ever works out in college basketball. You know, there's like the Isaiah Thomas hire, the Clyde Drexler hire, the Chris Mullen hire, the Patrick Hewing hire. Uh, <laughs> most of the time, it doesn't Hewing? work out in college basketball. <laughs> I have my doubts if it's going to work out here at UAB either. Yeah. Uh, Who was the uh, guy that Ed, Ed McCaffrey? Ed McCaffrey didn't work out. Uh, but but then you have Jim Harbaugh. But that was different because he was coaching. I mean, he started at San Diego. Yeah. FCS level. Well, that's what yeah. I say about Dion. Like, that's what I respect. And that's why I thought Harbaugh's comments about, uh, you know, about like this comment right here. Uh, Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple, you know, but they didn't. That, that was, that was last year after Ryan day said they're going to score a hundred on him when he beat Ryan day. And I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was accurate because here you have Harbaugh who not only was a p- former player, but then he went and coached as an assistant with the Raiders, then started at San Diego in the pioneer league, right. paid which, his dues, paid his yeah, dues. I mean, th- like then worked his way up through Stanford and then, you know, he's proven. And, and obviously uh, guys did take Michigan on the money line there. How oh, about wow. that? How about that? Cheers, buddy. Can we talk uh, about that game all, for a second? We're only a half hour in before Colby's first tout. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. The whiskey is, you know what it is, is I got halfway through, man. Uh, We'll be drinking tonight, guys. I got some uh, some whiskey from Iowa. I think 
Yeah. Okay. Shout, right. out really Shout out to J Mark. Shout out to J Mark. Yeah. I'm starting Cody to. Cody Road, I think it's called. Getting a little hair on my balls, and I'm not mixing with the ginger ale so much a, anymore. Such a fucking <laughs> woman. Starting to All enjoy right. the actual <laughs> flavor. But you do uh, have to drink more slowly to do that. And yes. that's what I've been against because I like to get inebriated. <laughs> this guy sits here and he nurses the shit. humanly possible. That's yeah. right. Well, guess what? I got to do fucking ad reads. And if, I, if I'm if i sitting there going, we're sponsored by Get Roman. I can you know get away like? with that. <laughs> I know my role here. Um, um, but what do you, what do you, what, what do you grade the dill for hire? D. Yeah. I think C. You, I think you got to put it in the Dillingham in the Dillingham, you know, situation. No, Dillingham had the number three offense in the <laughs> FBS this year as an offensive coordinator. You Trent know, Dover our guy was coaching high school. UAB, he was very against the um, Skip Holtz, uh, Skip Holtz yeah. talk for some reason. I don't know what his problem is with Skip Holtz. But There's a lot of haters out there, man. There is right? a lot of haters out there. You know, you not to not to name any name specifically, but some of our guys who handle spring football. They were saying that uh, Birmingham of the USFL, they were going to be you know one of the worst teams because Skip Holtz, he, he's only coached college. Yeah, he just got fired at at Louisiana Tech. He he can't coach against these like proven veteran professional coaches. Well, what did Birmingham do? They won the whole fucking thing. So I don't know. And and, and how, let's uh, let's do a quick check on uh, how L- Louisiana Tech's looking. By the way, yeah, would they go two and ten? Two and ten. I mean, are we just going to dick around this whole episode? Are we going to get into picks at some time? No, 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 no. We have a lot more to talk about. All right, let's get to it. And remember there's only like fucking 14 games or something. So uh, got a little time to burn Normally here. we're working with like a slate of 150 games. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it is okay, guys, if we don't go all three hours tonight. Okay. Right. No, no, we have we have we have guidelines. We have fans. I know. I get DMs all the time. Can you please do an eight-hour episode? Um. Um. So David Shaw steps down. Nick, who do you think Stanford should go for? You think you think get Roman, uh, Greg well, I, Roman? You know what was intriguing. Uh, I think uh, I, I heard you mention on one of the other shows was uh, the Sacramento State head coach Troy Taylor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, dude, that more often than not. Well, first off, Stanford hired Jim Harbaugh from San Diego, like we just mentioned, of the FCS ranks. This makes a lot of sense. Very similar hire. I, I like taking a shot on FCS coaches because I think. Yeah, I mean, they're used to the grind of college are used to, to doing more with less and they know he obviously knows the lay of the land of Northern California. So yeah, I, I, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. I like it. Number like two it. in the country and hosting both. the Richmond spiders this weekend. Hello. We will see, we will be picking that game in a, in a little bit here. Um, other news. So, so there's still speculation, you know, there's still, it seems like Deion Sanders to Colorado still, still, I think that can happen. Not gonna happen. You're wishing for this. I no, don't know. I think it's not gonna I, I think a lot of people are saying it's starting to lean that like way. Like I said, I, I I was not to bring up Thamel again, but uh, he he said that's where he thinks everything will settle. The fact that there's not many other jobs, P five jobs that are coming calling for him. My sources are telling me, <laughs> and I have yeah. no fucking sources. <laughs> I yeah, your your source is some guy at the uh, in the produce section <laughs> of your fucking grocery store, all right? <laughs> of a wigwam or whatever the fuck you call it. What, what are those Deon places called? Deon doesn't have to take a job this year, guys. True. True. Uh, you know, uh, if, if I'm him, I'm not just you know grabbing the first one. I, I want the right fit. Yeah. yeah. But you know, what was interesting was hearing him talk about it. Thamel was saying that he's talked to athletic directors that said they don't want anything to do with Dion. Right. And they, and, and they've heard other athletic directors say, yeah, we'd love that chance because, uh, and you saw it, I think with, with him in, in the press conference saying, has Colorado talked to you? And he was honest, but most coaches aren't honest there. Dion Sanders is like Donald Trump, like prime Academy is like, Trump University, like, <laughs> and, and and they are fucking. Where you go? They're dead honest. They'll tell you how it is. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm getting interviews you in know? a strange way. I don't I think know I that see your point. I yeah. see your point in a strange you know? way, Pat. He he's they're uh you know fake, what do they call that cult of personality types you know and well, hopefully uh, he doesn't pull a Trump and uh you know try to rival the NFL on Sundays. Ho- hopefully <laughs> he doesn't convince the Pac-12 uh, to go to Sundays, even though shit. If you put it on national TV, I think more eyes would probably be on it than the Pac-12 network. Um, it's true. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? We got UNLV fired Marcus Arroyo. Have you heard their the speculation on who they are gonna? I have not. Bruce Feldman uh, reporting one of their top candidates, Gary Patterson. His his he's familiar with the Mountain West. 
That perfect would perfect. be a very interesting hire. Very good hire. I mean, as long as he's willing to put his country music career aside, uh-huh. I was assuming it was like the deal that Elvis had. Yeah, you get at, what at they the, call at that. The Hilton the, uh, there, you know, you give him the the what's that called? The uh, you the, get three shows a week. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. I forget what they call that shit. It's like it's the a, ambassadorship or yeah. something, something of that variety, where you're just vacancy, like vacancy. I don't know. No, no, yeah, no. A residency. Residency. Yeah, residency. You get the residency at the fucking. <laughs> Hilton yeah. and then uh, yeah, the, the Bellagio. Crank out the hits. <laughs> yeah, right? and then, uh, love and then ain't on... nothing but a three-three-five defense. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, also, Cincinnati. You see Cincinnati. I saw speculation. Obviously, we we heard you know Matt Campbell and Tom Herman, but Brian Hartline has emerged. Good. As a, you know what I didn't realize before, Jesse Minter's uh, dad, Rick Minter. Yeah. Was the leading yeah, he, all-time he wins leader yeah. at Cincinnati I, until I, Fickle I came in? I used to watch him when Rick Minter was there. Yeah, I feel like that's a really natural candidate for the position, given that Michigan is going to the playoffs most likely, and yeah. he's their D coordinator just up the road. I heard rumors about Dion DeCincy. I, I mean, didn't hear that. I didn't hear that one. Give me that. I heard all South day. Florida potentially yeah. for Dion. If you're Dion, yeah. so I was all, all hypothetical. Do you take Colorado or take Cincy? I take Cincy. No. I take Colorado. in the in the Big Twelve uh, and, and a, a, a conference on more stable ground right now. But there's a sound. I mean, the Big Twelve wants Colorado. <laughs> Six one half dozen the other. I feel like either way, you know, you're basically stepping in the same situation. It's going to be tough to win, but there is potential there. You know, one's won a national championship in the past thirty years. Right? One's been to the playoff in the last two years. Yeah, that's an invitation. So. It's an invitation, right? <laughs> Colorado didn't accept. All right. Uh, what else do we got? What was, uh, South Florida? Is Jamie Chadwell? There's talk that Chadwell could be the guy at South Florida. You think that's a step up? I hope he doesn't take that job. And actually, earlier in the chat, I think it was three eight zero two, where it says Chadwell to UNC once Mac Brown retires, and that better not happen. Yeah, look, dude, it's Phil Longo, man. You you can't rock a mullet in Chapel Hill. <laughs> it doesn't true. fly, man. Yeah, and I like Coastal. I like Chadwell, and I hate UNC. So I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. If Longo doesn't go somewhere else, it's probably him. Yeah. Do you don't you think that's not a splashy enough hire for UNC though? To stay in house with a relative unknown. Well, I mean, they're in the ACC championship. Yeah. That's Ma- Ma- you remember what life was like before Mac Brown and Phil Longo? Who who have you who has UNC hired though? I mean, Larry Fedora. Fedora was he super well known prior to where, no. where, where, where was he? Uh, he was like Butch, uh, Butch Davis. Butch Davis. Yeah. Butch Davis, yeah. Butch Davis he was is a, a household name. Yeah, yeah, they should have just doubled down. NC wouldn't have done shit. Well, the problem <laughs> yeah. was that UNC wasn't quite willing to really succeed to football back then. Yeah, they weren't willing to do what it takes. Now, now the writing's on the wall, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Right. We better succeed in football. Right. Um, Texas State. They said the you know that job's open. We'll see where they go. Uh, I was surprised Philip Montgomery at Tulsa got fired. Nick, were you? A little bit until I saw his his record. <laughs> this over, year, I mean, two, two years. years ago, they were in the the AAC championship. Yeah, but I think it was. I think he's been there eight years, and like I, I don't have it in front of me. If if uh, like Patty wants to pull it up, yeah, I'm but, pulling um, it up. I think his record was below 500. It's Tulsa. That's the lowest enrollment in in all of college football. All right, Steve hey. Largent. Steve Largent's not walking through that door. Everybody wants to win, man. Drew Pearson's not walking through that door. <laughs> so that program needs some energy, though, because, like I said, this, the stands are always empty. Like some, something needs to happen there. Dude, go to go to the city of Tulsa. The city's empty. All right. <laughs> I do believe they did have a losing record under his uh, watch over the. Hard to pack a stadium when there's 13 people in your city. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hard job. I I do think he's a solid coach. So he'll land on his feet. Well, let me push back on you. Uh Cragthorpe, Graham. They all won. Even yeah. Blankenship won more than Philip Montgomery okay, did. Okay, but I'm and just saying weren't that, there that, for as long. That's a little different, man, because they were in the whack. They were like now you're in the AAC. And to me, you went to the championship game two years ago. Cincinnati your competition's leaving. Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Guess who else has been to the AAC championship? Just Temple and Tulsa. Yeah, well, just because you're playing shitty competition doesn't mean you should keep a shitty coach. He's not a shitty coach. No, I think he's a yeah. decent coach. But there might be better coaches out there. Than they. We'll see. You remember, you're you're the smallest enrollment, and you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. All right. 
what else do we got? Western Michigan fired Tim Lester. NC Nick was up there at Waldo's trying to get a liquor pitcher. Turns out they were dry. Uh, <laughs> like, they weren't open yet, man. What yeah. the hell? What kind of shit is that? You show up to a bar at noon. It's oh, like no, no, no. NC the, the Nick was, was like was like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. He <laughs> shut up, shut up at well, ten in the morning. The bartender's like putting the stools down. <laughs> yeah, like, what right. are you doing? We're not open. We're not open for two hours. The game was at noon, so I showed up at like ten thirty. <laughs> and apparently, you can't get a liquor pitcher at ten thirty. Yeah, that, that's bullshit. College kids don't wake up until like three in the afternoon. Oh uh, no, no, that's still bullshit. State of Michigan. It's like when I went to I went to visit NC Nick in North Carolina. I fucking, we go to a restaurant. I order a Bloody Mary. They're like, you can't have it until like one p.m. And I'm like, what? In the it state of Michigan? What's the point of a Bloody Mary? <laughs> no one's going to order a fucking Bloody Mary at five o'clock at night. That law has been yeah. changed. Thank you very much. <laughs> Progress. Is that Heath Schuler? Oh, I voted for Heath Schuler, right? He's in Tennessee. Oh, okay. I thought he was in North Carolina at the time. No? No, I, I think, think so. I think I think he was. I think he was. Um, all right. Well, uh, th- that's the coaching sh- stuff there. Uh, what would be the biggest home run left? Urban Meyer, I don't think he's going to Cincinnati anymore. They, like the, the Cincinnati yeah. beat writers have said that that's not going to happen. It's fucking yeah. idiotic! What are they afraid of? He's in a Cincinnati bar with a finger up an ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, every coach in America is doing that shit. He's just the one that got caught. Hugh Freeze just got hired. Right? Yeah, that's true. Who are you, Cincinnati? Yeah, Hugh Freeze was sought after. What good? I put this on Twitter. What good is having a fucking alma mater? If they won't hire you after you've gone through a little turmoil, you know, like this is not Some a little dust up at a bar. A what? I mean, that's really nothing. His previous yeah. shit is much Some more little dust up with that asshole. Right? Uh, hopefully it wasn't too dusty. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Neil Brown. They doubled down on him. New athletic director hired today, but says Neil Brown is good for this next year. That's surprising. But Bryce Ford Wheaton, his star wideout, says, "I'm out of here. He's going to the NFL draft." Um, there was a Joey Porter Jr. also went to the NFL draft. Jacob Copeland, the wide receiver from Maryland. But I was surprised to see that uh, Penn State offensive tackle, who they I think they had projected as the third tack- tackle on the, in the draft, out of uh, Gonzaga High School in Washington D.C. Uh, Ulu Fashunu. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Either way, he's coming back to Penn State. NIL deal. Hell yeah. Bling bling. Gotta like that. Gotta like that. We see it with Drew Timmy. I know I, Mark, I know I know Tulsa has a million people. I'm just saying when I went there, when I've been there a few times, it's it's been a fucking empty town. It's been it's not to like, supposed to be like the most uh wealthy. I don't know if that's true. I don't think it is. Yeah, uh, I, I dude, think, I think Tulsa's seen better days. I've I been think. to Tulsa. I'm no, I'm no expert about Tulsa, but I've been to Tulsa twice. And most recently, like in the past, in the past year and a half. And it was uh, now granted it was a Sunday, but there was nothing like there was no, nothing open in the whole fucking town, <laughs> nothing open in the whole town. And uh, the both times I went there, it, it was, it was rather empty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's spread out. Maybe it's spread out or maybe I'm just coming in on Sundays and everyone's religious as hell. I don't know. Uh, what was the movie? The Outsiders? That's that's Tulsa, right? Yeah, The Outsiders. Come on, Rumblefish. Right now, Tulsa King with Stallone. I recommend it. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Maybe maybe, maybe they could be good. Maybe they won't. All right. I know what to tell you. Let's pick some winners. No, got more to talk oh, about. Uh, Kai got Holstein says. To uh, talk about. I heard Art Briles to Liberty. Which would be hilarious. Obviously, well, that well his athletic director from Baylor is at Liberty. <laughs> I mean, why can't that happen? Slam dunk uh, hire. There was a dust up a there long was time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make it happen, please. It, it's been long enough, right? I mean, come on, people have a short memory. Well, let's be honest. Uh, they didn't. They, they didn't have a short memory when Grambling tried to hire him as OC last no, year. No, they did not. Yeah, but Liberty doesn't seem to give a damn about what people think. A and then B. He was like, it was researched. He was found completely exonerated of all charges. I don't know, like, how legitimate that is. I know he came under fire, like, he was super, like, in the know on what was going down. But, like, after the fact, it was like he was cleared of everything. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Deshaun Watson's playing this weekend. You know, <laughs> is Art Bryles, if he didn't know what was up, is, true. can he ever coach again? I don't know. Michael Vick's on TV. Michael Vick's on TV. 
Just saying. We, I'm got not, other, other, we got other ones. I mean, shit. I'm not defending Art Browns. Uh, what's his name? Hugh Freeze is coaching. No, I'm just no, saying. I think it's a little different. Innocent till yeah. proven guilty, a little bit. Nick Rolovich is who they should call. They should. That, you want to talk about a guy getting completely fucked over? Yeah. That's a good idea, too. Yeah. And, I mean, it would take somebody like a, a university like Liberty that yeah. might embrace him. To have enough nutsack to, like, be willing to get past what the general public will say. Everyone wanted to, to make Nick Rolovich a fucking villain to get past the Twitter mob, you know, and have the, there's a lot of people like that. I just saw a video of ice cube saying the same shit. He turned down $9 million movie cause he didn't want to get the, he didn't trust our government and he didn't want some shit in his body and everyone should have the right to fucking do that. Yeah. What's the big deal? Come hey, on. Hey, hey, let's not get political guys. I'm not trying to get political. Just saying this motherfucker is blackballed from coaching for that. That's pretty stupid. One, like no matter how you spin it, yeah, you know, forever. Maybe at I'm the not time, sure if he's black. Oh, who's blackballed? They're talking about Rolovich. Talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking That's Rolovich. Here. Different Talk situation. Rolovich. Different situation. <laughs> he better not be blackballed. I don't. I, I, He'll probably. I mean, he just got like a, a couple million dollars. Yeah, he's lawsuit, maybe right? he's just chilling. No, maybe I think that's yeah. still pending. I don't nah, think they paid him God. yet. Uh, anyway, uh, transfer portal is going batshit crazy. So I don't know if you guys have caught this, but like half of Texas A&M's roster, I feel like half a, a good chunk of a good chunk of uh, a decent amount of players from Texas and Alabama hit the portal. It's going to be absolutely insane. You realize, like you thought last year was bad, this year is oh, going to yeah. be absolutely fucking insane. I'm surprised it's not crazier yet. You know, I well, guess the season I mean, not completely over. Hudson Carr, Jeff Sims, Bachmeyer. You saw, like I said, the oh, Bachmeyer. Uh, yeah, put well, in? He, well, he put in back in, back yeah, in September. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another thing is John Kitna's son. Uh, this is the last shitty story for the, the, <laughs> the. I mean, this one was what the fuck am I reading here? Uh, Jalen Kitna, who's played a lot, played a decent amount this year at Florida. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He's, he's shown. And I actually thought like, you know, I thought like, Hey, this guy's going to be a pretty good quarterback. Well, he's arrested on child pornography charges. What the fuck is going on? I feel like we can't even really make jokes about that. Yeah, you can't. Uh, We probably could, but uh, in decent taste here, we'll refrain. Uh, It is a little weird. And that's the second dude quarterback that They've uh, had to dismiss in like two weeks. That's a, that was the, the other guy was dropping end bombs on camera. See. Last last story I was expecting to see. What the fuck is that? Florida John quarterback Kitna. situation. John Kitten is his dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, weird. Weird. Um. All right, let's switch over. Oh, I want to <laughs> add in this Valparaiso and New Mexico State. They're playing a game this weekend. You see Jerry Kill. Remember San Jose State? There was a death uh, in with their one of their players on their football team, uh, their their running back that was a freshman. So they canceled the game against New Mexico State. New Mexico State has five wins. They have been, uh, I guess, applying, you know, for bowls eligibility. Yeah. yeah, and and they quickly scheduled Valparaiso, who's an FCS school. But we got another game added this weekend. Boom! NC Nick, you excited to watch uh, the 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 Crusaders? <laughs> the Crusaders head down there. I haven't th- seen a line yet. Yeah, we're waiting on that. I think even Vegas is like, wait, what? What do we got to do? <laughs> the Crusaders. Um, <laughs> all right, I uh, just wanted to add in that, but let's get to picking games. Friday, ten a.m. You know our Akron ticket got voided. It got officially? voided. Cha-ching. It got officially voided, oh, but well, but that's right. it could have cashed still. But then it was rescheduled. But they already voided the bet. But Akron well, Buffalo, what's that? Well, so sorry. The, the hilarious thing is that I also have a Buffalo under six. No, no, sorry, under five and a half ticket. But that's going to be voided as well. Uh, yeah. For a second, I thought it would be hilarious if I needed Akron to win to get the over, and I needed them to beat Buffalo to get the under on Buffalo. It would have been a huge game for me. Now, hold on. Why is the Buffalo being voided? Anytime that, that that something gets rescheduled, it gets voided. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, Buffalo, but I, I appreciate them adding this game just to play some more football. Shit! And this is what's great: it's daytime Friday football. You'll be at hell yeah! You'll be sitting there in the office, NC Nick. This game's at I'll one o'clock your time, ten a.m. my time. Akron yep. at Buffalo. Did you see what Akron did last week? What was the score on? Forty-four to twelve at Northern Illinois. They beat their ass. Akron Rainy is better than their record. Mac champs. They're better. Than so Illinois. check us out. Akron only lost to Liberty by nine. Only lost to Bowling Green by three. 
only lost to Central Michigan by seven in a game that they were about to kick a game-winning field goal, and they fumbled, and and Central Michigan took it to the house. Kent State by six, Eastern Michigan by six. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm telling you. What did they say? What did Bowden say? Lose big, lose little, lose or lose close, win lose close, them all. win big. Yeah. <laughs> you know they are transitioning right now from lose close, and then they just went win big. They just skipped and, win close. And guys, in the in the process, Akron has moved into the top twenty in in passing attacks in America. Yeah, Jeff Undercuffler. Yeah. So I mean, does that tell you how good of a uh, of an offensive coach Joe Moorhead is? He has Akron as a top twenty passing team in the country. You serious, dude? It, I and like I was thinking about this. That's why I think we should get rid of Mike Houston. Is and I know we just touched on this, but now everything is wide. Like okay. If we're moving to the 12 team playoff, which we're definitely moving to, it just matters when, if that's two years from now with UCF, Houston, BYU, and since all gone, who would you say is like the top five teams of the, in the group of five? Yeah. That would have a, a chance for that bid. I, I mean, like if what, if uh, to me, if I'm a school in the Mac, if I'm a school in any of these conferences, you're sitting there saying, Hey, uh, you still look at mountain West American and Sunbelt first Boise would be number one, right? Sure, or San Diego State, or whoever wins Fresno the State, West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you, and you're probably looking at whoever wins the New American, ECU, and yeah. <laughs> standard, standard. With or without their current coach, uh, uh, without, without. <laughs> I'd like to make a, I'd like to make a field goal next year. Um, and then that's on belt, and then the conference you was saying, then the MAC probably. So, she, but yeah, I mean, there's there's hope, I guess. You know, if you if you could be like the Western Michigan team from like yeah. what. You know, the the row the boat team, you know they could have got in that year potentially. So well, sure, Patty, what do you think though? I mean, like Tulane, obviously with Fritz coming back, would probably be up there as well, building something down there. As but far as it's the wide open. Like who could be? I mean, I think no, not the American, the group of five. Oh, the group of five. In like it, it's just Boise and Fresno. I think would be the top two, and then after that, I don't know where where you go. <clears throat> What's going on over there? With you? <clears throat> oh, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's choking on something. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about 47 to seven on the he's last game. Choking oh, on a Duke. NC Nick hasn't. NC Nick, do you have a comment about your your boys down there in Conway only putting up seven in 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 Bridgeforth? Well, I mean, like Big Bird wasn't there. Apparently, they might have been resting <clears throat> other players. Excuses. Uh, yeah, I mean, if freaking JMU comes in and beat beat they beat App and Coastal, damn it, damn it to hell. <laughs> Uh, so look, Akron's getting 11 and a half at Buffalo. I'm on the zips and I don't think it's a crazy idea. I do not think it's a crazy idea to sprinkle a little bit plus three forty on the money line. What are you doing here? NC Nick? It's not a crazy idea. I mean, Buffalo comes into this game. I think losers of what three straight, I believe Yeah, three straight. Uh, I will say last year, this game was 45 to 10 in Buffalo's favor, but a lot has changed since last year. So yeah, I mean, look what Akron did last week with Undercuffler throwing for 303 touchdowns, with the running back Cam Wiley going for over 100. Akron is getting better. I'm definitely taking the points. Uh, it's not crazy to a little sprinkle there, sure. I mean, how about we only have a short slate, so if you're gonna lock, I, I you know, <laughs> talk about it. All right, one <laughs> question though, we got to look at uh, weather. I, I thought I saw. I thought I did a check the other day. Let me double check on this. Uh, uh, the the super the super storm is gone, right? Yeah, uh, I'm seeing. Oh, oh no, it's Friday. The game is Friday at uh, noon too. It's not a night game. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be cold. Gonna be windy. 18 mile an hour winds. 48. 48 low of 45. It's like a nice spring day in Buffalo. That's not bad at all. That's yeah. not bad. Give me the points and the zips. Agreed. <laughs> Patty, what are you doing here? Let me tell you about that stat you just rattled off, Nick. Uh, Akron may be sixth in the nation. Well, they're sixth in the nation in passing attempts at forty-one point four per game, but they are nowhere near the other teams that are passing that much. They only have one point two touchdowns per game passing. You got to remember, they start. He started game one. A different team right now than game one. Just like Lance Leipold last year at Kansas. Buddy, you can't tell me this team has come a long, long way when they lost. No, they have come a long way because they they almost like t- what they have like six losses. They by single lost digits. nine in a row before last week. Okay, uh, maybe Northern Illinois. Maybe that was an upset. Maybe there's a little bit 
a recency bias going on with you two right now. Now, and maybe, maybe my guy linguist with Buffalo, a, a, a Duke, a former Duke, is going to get it done. <laughs> You're laying the points. I am laying the points. <laughs> oh, what an the, idiot! To be right? clear, my stat yeah. was passing yardage per game. So yeah, right. if you well, look at so touchdowns, they might not be top twenty, but passing yardage. Here, here per let, game. let me pull that up. Passing attempts, they're number six. Passing yardage, they are number. Why isn't that? Where where are they? Buffalo, Buffalo is playing to make a bowl game. Passing uh, passing True. attempts, they're number nineteen. Passing touchdowns or passing yardage, they're number nineteen. Passing touchdowns, they're number one hundred three in the nation. Dink and dunk. That's uh, that's Joe Moorhead's game with Akron right now. Uh, well, they're gonna they're gonna cover this. Sprinkle some on the money line later on Friday, four thirty on the way. I wish they put this at like one. Come on. Spread out this Friday. Give us Akron Buffalo, then bleed that into North Texas and UTSA. Unfortunately, this is in a dome because UTSA won the regular season. But this is a chippy rivalry. And North Texas, their athletic director just got hired at West Virginia today. So uh Seth Luttrell, who knows what what happens? Uh, you know, I, I know they were calling for him, even if he even you know, if you if if you won this, I think they were calling for him. Come but, on, he's he's earned at least one more year. <laughs> yeah. Uh North Texas. So you guys remember what happened last season, right? UTSA was 11 and 0 and North Texas ruined their perfect Ripped season. Their hearts out. Then this year, North Texas was up the whole game in the Alamo dome. And with 15 seconds left, Frank Harris uh, scored a touchdown to give UTSA the win. This is a game. This is a game. UTSA is laying nine in the Alamo dome. I know it's going to be sold out, but give me North Texas. Lock it up. Let's go. Seth Latrell potentially coaching for his job. Give me the nine. That is a lot of points, especially for a team that already beat them in that exact location. It's not like UTSA is getting home field advantage for the first time this year. UTSA or North Texas already knows what they're walking into. No, but UTSA did beat them earlier this year. But it was oh, a, it was four. The, yeah, okay, yeah. thirty-one twenty-seven. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think uh, I think I got to roll with you. I think even though UTSA. Is excellent. I think North Texas keeps it closer than nine. NC Nick, what are you doing here? Well, I mean, it's definitely a contrast in styles. You got UTSA who has the 13th best passing attack in America versus North Texas with the 22nd best rushing attack. Overall, the series is five five ever. They've only played ten times ever. Uh, and really, I mean, that that UTSA win earlier in the year was kind of a funny win here because they really shut down the North Texas run game. They only ran for 22 yards on 21 carries. Wow. What happened? Austin Eun or whatever his name is, the North Texas quarterback threw Une. for three, Une threw for three twenty-five and three touchdowns. That showing that they can win both ways potentially. If you're gonna focus just on shutting down their run, I like to see they had success through the air. And that that, that proves to me enough that they can cover this point, this uh, point spread and keep it close. So uh, yeah, give me the nine. I like it. Uh, UTSA as a dome, the Alamo dome in the, in the ranks of college football, where does that rank? And how, well, a who's playing in a dome in college football, obviously Syracuse, Syracuse, UNLV and UTSA. Those are the only three. Yeah. Rank those terrible, terrible and terrible. Who well, <laughs> least terrible. Who's least terrible. Syracuse, um, Syracuse, then UTSA. No, presumably. because Syracuse they used to be nasty when they didn't play in a dome, like when they had the, like that but was their the, advantage. But dude, uh, we weren't even the watching Carrier them. Dome. I know, so but, long ago. But I'm just saying. But they were they, more successful. Even when they had Art Monk, they didn't have that. But fucking the Carrier Dome, dome yeah. gets lit. Carrier Dome has a reputation. Get rid of the Carrier Dome. They're not good at basketball from, anymore. From, Destroy that fucking thing. To my <laughs> eyes, though, to my eyes, UTSA, the Alamo Dome. Even though uh, are yeah, they yeah. building an outdoor stadium or uh, I heard there was speculation. Who knows? But yeah. that that has a lit environment in that Alamo dome. Eh, get rid of all domes. I would prefer it Death not. The domes. I would prefer it not. All I'm saying is it might be a little bit of a hostile environment. Granted, North Texas has already navigated it, so I'm on the main green. Let's go. All right. Final day on Friday. What what about a potential parlay here with Akron, North Texas, and say this game here? In Las Vegas, at that filthy roller rink, it was so much better when they were playing it in fucking that Niner Stadium, wherever that. It's not in San Francisco. It's, where's that? Levi, at? Santa Clara, Santa Clara. Bring it back to Santa Clara, all right? Or play it at the fucking Rose Bowl. That's another thing that's going on right now is the Rose Bowl is trying to 
Who is Vegas? Vegas is kind of cool to have a uh, championship game. Come yeah, on, yeah, do it at Sam Boyd then. It's right? neutral. That's yeah. what I like about Vegas. Is do it at Sam side. Boyd then. And it's mm. just fun to have it in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so yeah. do it at yeah. Sam Boyd. Sam Boyd's got grit. <laughs> it's got everything that's good all about right, football. Let's, let's yeah. speak in the realm of what's actually going to happen. Right. Get yeah. off my lawn, Colby. It's not going to happen. All right. So <laughs> just deal with it being in a dome. Sure, not ideal, but it is what it is. No, I will never. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. Fighting to the nail. Yeah. This is a college yeah. experience. All right. <laughs> this this is never okay. Football is okay. not good in a dome. It's but not guys, entertaining I, to watch. To see this line just today go down to two and a half. I see at, it. At a, I see it at flat two right now. Uh, uh, all the way to two. So yeah. money's coming in on Utah, and that's a mistake because I'm locking up USC minus two. Let's go. Let's go. If there see, was a lot to be done, I think I'll roll with you on that one. Double see for down. me, like you know. I thought I thought USC was kind of obvious here, but I thought everybody would be on USC. So coming into in into today, I was like, you know, maybe should I go contrarian here? Uh, so I'm that's why I'm surprised to see money coming in on Utah and the line going down. So with all that said, I guess I'll I'll roll with my initial instinct and go USC here. Uh, yeah, obviously Utah won at home by a point back on October fifteenth in a very even game. Look, the total yardage. Five sixty-two to five fifty-six. Dude, USC was barely trailing. The first time they were trailing is when they went for two in Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean uh, USC. That's the play. Yeah, parlay Akron, North Texas, and USC. Let's go. All right. This could be another shootout. I mean, I think uh, Utah's defense is even worse than last year's. If I'm not still mistaken. charts like top twenty though. I was doing the the the, the numbers on this thing. Still not a ter- it's not a terrible okay. defense. I'll have to double check. Hold on, I have I ha- let me pull it up. I have it somewhere here. Hang on, but anyway, continue on. What total offense, you're right. Number seventeen uh, defense in the country, Utah. Total yardage, pretty impressive. Maybe I stand corrected there. At least early. But I on. think their pass defense is the weak side of that defense. Okay. Their rush defense, I think, is better. It, I could be. I think. I think I have that correct. For some reason, I was under the impression maybe it was the early part of the schedule that. You know their defense had become a little bit of a weak point, and they they'd become soft despite Whittingham being the guy there. Um, but the number seventeen defense is the number seventeen defense. So I've seen some people saying uh, USC is fool's gold. They're all flash and no substance. You know they have the the turnovers on defense. Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. He is well, without a doubt. Well, Bryce Young. No, Caleb. They're the same. They're the same player. Caleb Williams is a little more. Like muscular and probably capable of breaking tackles, Bryce Young is a little more magical and. I disagree. Polished. I disagree. Taking a, st- a step yeah. back though, so like, do we think there's going to be total carnage this week, or do you think it's going to go the top four oh, now we, advance? Yeah, hold on. Let's take let's let let's take a step back because <laughs> let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> if USC or TCU loses and they're not in, this is ridiculous. This is a especially re- especially TCU. No, even USC because USC has the same record as Ohio State, and they they had to play the thirteenth game. Well, here right. here's what I'm saying. This is where the committee is stupid. US, USC never lost by twenty two at home. Does USC deserve? I mean, that that's the legit question. Is does USC deserve to be ahead of Ohio State right now? Ohio State lost yes. to the number twenty two team in the country by twenty three at home. Uh, USC lost to a three loss team. You know, by one point. So is it, isn't that were, the they, same thing? Isn't that the same fucking thing? Number I mean, eleven on the road. Number eleven on the road. All right. Yeah. I mean, but by look, one context in matters. a game they were up ninety nine percent of the game. If U.S. I mean, if Ohio State had played fucking conservative, they probably wouldn't have like put eight men. They in, got dominated. Uh, they did not get dominated till late in that game. They did. In the, the whole second quarter. half. No, the whole second half. They had three points the whole second half, Patty. All right. Well, that doesn't matter offensively. It's what Michigan did in the second half. Let me pull up that box. Dude, score. I just watched the game again earlier this week. They they got their ass whooped the second half, and Ryan For Day sure. got completely, completely. outcoached. Twenty-one yeah. fourth quarter points by Michigan. It was at the end of three quarters. That score was Michigan twenty-four, Ohio State twenty. Okay, and Michigan blew they them scored out. Three points in the second half. Michigan blew them out. Uh, because Ohio State did not fuck around and 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 play it close and try and play for the 
the the the, the style points. Ohio State tried you know, to win the, the fucking game. Well, of course they did. Yeah, and so they got they got fucked up because they took chances at the end to try and win the game, even though Michigan was better. What do you think Utah did uh, when they went for two? They won the game. What I'm saying is Ohio State isn't fucking on. A, if you played that game. Ten times, Ohio State wouldn't lose to Michigan by that much every single time at it's all. It's pretty easy, guys. If you don't win oh, your division, fuck you. you don't, no, no, fuck you. No, and easy, I, don't, guys. I hate Ohio. Michigan State. was out there with their, without their best defensive player and without their best offensive player. That where, well, where's, where's your answer for that? Who's their best offensive player? Blake Corum. Uh, Blake Corum? Oh, how did the dude that filled into it for him do? And even he had a pretty fucking damn, cast. And, on. and the dude who was there the year before Blake Corum, how the fuck did he do last year in that game? Pretty damn well. What did Blake Corum do last year? Fucking nothing because that's a position that anyone could step into and dominate. And that's what happened this year in the fucking rivalry. Blake Corm did not fucking matter in this game. You lose by 22 at home. You don't deserve to be in a 14 invitational. Well, look, I feel like I have to drop an <laughs> F bomb now too, just to even it out. So Rattle both, it. both of y'all look, if you don't win your division, you don't go to a 14 playoff. Yes. Mm, yes. 100%. I've always Period. said that. Look, I want USC in over Ohio State. And I think they probably deserve to be. I'm just saying it's not super cut and dry. What do you mean? It I, would is put cut it, I would put it like what? here. I would put USC. I completely disagree. Slightly. I, well, the fact that USC has a better resume overall. That's too. what I'm saying. What are you the talking about? The question is if they lose, yeah. they then they become a two loss also. And then it's a little bit. Well, closer. but they play one USC. more game yeah. against totally a top agree. 20 team. Yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> but the. The real travesty would be TCU if they lose and become a one loss yeah. team. And they will. They will put Ohio State in over TCU. Dude, if they put I'm uh, afraid uh, so. I mean, it's already ridiculous. It's the worst like college like, I football love such, on this. Yeah. And in, in years past when they would make some egregious decision, I would fucking go along with it, but this year I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm I'm with Colby. If they put in Alabama or or Ohio State, I'm not watching. Well, if Alabama yeah. gets in, I say that now. I, I'll, I'll probably still watch. But. Yeah, I say that every year, and I still watch. But but I, it, it's it's just ridiculous. Like they they shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even be. Uh, like right, honestly, the, we already have the fourteen playoff. Yeah, in my opinion, because if they're gonna say if Michigan loses to Purdue, they're still in, even though Michigan's comp schedule is the most is the biggest fucking joke out of any of the teams in the top ten. Yeah, right. That then why do they get the pass? Because they beat Ohio State by twenty two. Because TCU has beaten a t a ton of good teams the whole year, it it makes no sense. It's just stupid. It's a stupid system. It drives <laughs> me fucking crazy. Let me do an ad read and uh, and fuck you, Patty C. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm joking, uh, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York. Tennessee and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today.